with me And I know you'll see That a song changes everything Good. What is morning? Okay, it is still morning. Hello, everyone. Live on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all, I don't know where else All the we things. Are. All <laughs> the things. We're here at Arts for the Health of It. I'm Richard Wilmore. And I'm Catherine Partisini. Can I just say that I'm fangirling a little bit? Because um, I'm a huge America's Got Talent fan. I'm going to Las Vegas next weekend and going to the live show in oh, Vegas. And so I remember watching your audition. I remember watching that entire thing, crying through all of it and thinking like, I want to do this in the hospital with all of the nurses. And now we get to talk to someone who is actually a part of it. And so I'm very excited today to talk to you, uh, Danielle. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Can you um, tell everybody who you are, what you do during, what you went to school for, and then... We'll get into how you make it amazing, even more amazing than you already are. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Danielle Philippone. I am a registered nurse, and I work in an operating room in Staten Island University, part of Northwell Health. And I've been an operating room nurse for 13 years now, and I love it. How did you, what made you go into nursing? And was music always part of that or when did that come into play? Yeah, so um, my mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was 17, that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I saw the care that she received in the hospital. And that's when I decided I wanted to be able to do that for other people too. I wanted to pay it forward and help others the way my mom was helped. I was completely inspired and fell in love with it. And as far as music, um, my mom used to sing to me all the time. She was a great singer. My grandmother, her mom, was an opera singer. She played Madame Butterfly uh, in off-Broadway productions in the 40s and 50s. So music has always been an important part of my life. When your mom was receiving care, was there any type of music or arts and health experiences that you got to witness um, when you were with her? Yeah, my mom, um, when she had her final dose of uh, brain radiation, she rang the bell that signified treatment is done and you're on your way to getting better. And she sang Hit the Road Jack. (laughs) (laughs) She was singing Hit the Road Jack to cancer um, in front of all the staff. And it was like a little gift back to them that she did. And I had it on video and I I watch it very often. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It was great, yeah. For for those that don't, who are watching or listening who don't know, can you tell everybody what the bell is and what it symbolizes? So the bell... Um, is a bell that patients ring to signify it's like a closing and a new beginning it signifies that they've finished their treatment they've fought as hard as they could and they're on their way to bigger better things and and healing yeah it's usually a bit everybody comes out all the staff and it's It's like a little parade it's really everybody comes out they cheer for you they clap for you it's a beautiful moment yeah can you talk about the the way you incorporate music into your work? Sure. 
Uh, I am the singing nurse at work. <laughs> so I've always done that with patients. I work with a lot of um, peds patients with special needs. And I've noticed that they like music. You know, they, they're usually fixated on a show. They love a TV show. So I'll ask the parent or the guardian, what show do they like? And they'll tell me Paw Patrol or whatever it is. So, you know, I'll start singing to them whenever there's a problem in Adventure Bay. And, and you know, it gets their attention and, and the kids love it. And uh, I started to use it with adults, too, to see if it would help with them in the transition into the operating room. And they've taken to it, too. And since we've been on America's Got Talent, you know, I get a lot of requests now. <laughs> It's a given now. You have to sing. Yeah, I have to do it. I can't say no now. And I'm um, sure you're not mad about that. No, not at all. Not at all. It, it's a, you know, it, it it breaks the ice a little bit for the patients. These people are coming in. They're putting their life in your hands. They're wearing nothing but a gown with the opening in the back. You know, they feel completely vulnerable. So it's a chance to make them feel comfortable and let them smile a little bit and maybe go into it with a different outlook. Do you find that other people join you, like join in as you're singing for a patient? Oh yeah. 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 Like yeah. when, when we're wheeling patients in, somebody will come and help me and they'll start humming along or, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll sing along with me. And then it's like a whole parade going down the aisle <laughs> to the operating room and everybody's singing along. It's great. Aww. I was just in the hospital like a couple months ago and had some surgeries. And I remember this was the first time I'd ever been in an operating room and they rolled me in and there was like hard, like rock music playing. And the first thing I thought of was like, I wish they would have asked for my like requests because this should have been playing Madonna. Exactly. That's what I would have requested. (laughs) But like, it was such a jarring way. So I understand the, the way that it can calm people kind of break tension what you have no idea what's about to happen and and it is such a mood setting thing that uh is super important and i love that you do that um so you started the choir during the pandemic right we did um november 2020 uh we had uh, our first appearance it was a youtube uh event, Nurse Heroes Live, and it was a fundraiser to uh, raise funds for people to get into nursing, to, to promote nursing. And it was kind of like the Brady Bunch. Uh, you know, we were all, you know, we couldn't be together to sing. So they sent us our parts in an email and we had to rehearse on our own at home and we had to record at home and send our part in and by some musical magic that's beyond my comprehension, they put all of our voices together and they synced it so beautifully and it harmonized so nicely. Um, and it was an it was an amazing event. It was great to see. And uh, you know, there were some celebrities on there that we didn't get to meet, but I could still say that I sang with Andrea Bocelli because technically I did, did. <laughs> even though I didn't meet him. <laughs> but yeah, that's where it started. Were you? Oh, sorry. Go, Catherine. That's okay. Um, I'm just curious how, was this something that 
um, like the hospital kind of sent out a thing like, hey, we're going to do this musical thing. Does anyone want to participate? Like, I'm curious how the choir actually, how y'all came together um, to realize like, hey, there's a lot of people here that like to sing and can sing well and want to share it with other people. Well, the truth is Northwell is comprised of 22 or 23 hospitals. So this was sent out everywhere. Um, I think there were like 18,000 nurses in our system. Wow. And uh, I, I think I, I, I think there were a few people from my unit that auditioned, but we didn't really talk about it. We were in the middle of COVID and most of the time we didn't even see each other during the day. We were sent out to CEU and ICU. So, you know, we didn't get to actually discuss the whole process of it, but uh, we, we sent our our auditions in. It was a 30-second tape. My mom, she was going through her second bout of cancer at the time. She's like, you have to do it. You have to. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right, fine, I'll send it. And on the last day on the deadline, I just sent it. I wasn't happy with it. And I was like, whatever, it is what it is. So I just sent it in. And uh, it turned out that I I was chosen to be one of the original 50. Mm. And I'm the only one from my hospital that... that, uh, that was chosen. Wow. So I'm proud to represent my hospital. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's, I love that the hospital, the wide was open to this and knew the importance of a program l- like this. When you first started doing it kind of on your own, what was the reaction from your coworkers or even some of the patients? Were they like, what are you doing singing in a hospital? Or were they all like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They were all really supportive, um, especially my managers. Uh, mm. They loved that I was doing it, and they were telling me, go out there and represent, you know, and, and they liked that it brought a different kind of care to the patients in the unit. It kind of changed the vibe of the unit, and it, it made everybody a little bit happier, especially, you know, during COVID, which, I mean, who, who, we didn't even see each other's faces. Who was going to be singing? at that time, but right. you know, I, I did, and, and it really helped. One of your, um, I'm not sure if it's in your bio, I, I don't know where I read it, but you talk mm-hmm. about um, how during that intense period of COVID, um, you kind of became like family for the patients you were serving because their own family couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just seemed, it seems like whether you're asking parents, like what, what songs do your kids like, or um, like with your own mom, or, and I imagine with the, the choir itself, there's just, there's kind of this um, tying in a family, like creating a, a family that yes. isn't necessarily your biological family, but it, it's, it's amazing how you all are using music to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, we, we didn't know each other. We're all from different hospitals. So when we finally got to be in the same room with each other, it was an instant connection. We all know what we had gone through during COVID. And there was a just this instant bond with each other. You know, we were all nurses. We all went through COVID. We knew what that felt like. And here we were being able to do something that we love to help us find our joy again. And we became an instant family. It was beautiful and it still is. Do you hear from other 
hospitals or other uh, nurses about the effect that you've had maybe on, on the way that they do care yes. for people? Yeah, Richard, we have, especially during our time on America's Got Talent, uh, we received a lot of emails from nurses, all different kinds of healthcare staff, and just, you know, regular people uh, not in healthcare, they all reached out saying how inspiring we were and, you know, how how amazing we made them feel and how we lifted their spirits when they were going through their own difficult times during COVID. So it was really um, humbling. It was really humbling to, to know that we had that kind of impact. We never expected to, to do something like that. And it was amazing. Do you have a most requested song by people or a song that also <laughs> like means something to you? Um, Just remember that I'm going to ask you to sing it after. A lot of patients like Adele. Um, mm. So actually one, one, one guy asked me to sing Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and I said, you sure you want to hear that right now? <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, like, go ahead. But uh, I don't know all the words to that one, but I know, I know some Adele songs and I sing them to the patients. May do you want to hear something? Do you want to sing to <laughs> me? I don't know, some people now? Yeah, sure. When the rain is blowing in your face. And the whole world is on your case. I can offer you a warm embrace to make you feel my love. When the evening shadows and the stars appear, and there is no one there to dry your tears, I can hold you for a million years to make you feel my love. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> We're going to dry our tears. We're going to take a no. break. <laughs> and um, I want to come back and talk to you about how you use music in your own life at home with your son, if that's okay. Of course, yes. And we will be right back after this. Thank you. Whether you consider yourself a musician or not, music is all around us and it affects our everyday lives. Whether it's background music influencing our shopping habits in a store, organ music adding the vibe to a baseball game, or a playlist convincing us to keep going on that last mile of a run. I'm Mindy Peterson, host of the podcast Enhanced Life with Music, where we take a holistic look at the power of music in our everyday lives through the lens of science and health, sports and entertainment, business and education. You can find me and Enhanced Life with Music at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast or wherever you get your audio. Unleash the power of music. Medical professionals are burning out at an alarming rate. Burnout can cause health workers to feel hopeless, trapped, helpless, worthless, depressed, sleepless, and tired. By joining the Hearts Need Art Gratitude Grams program, medical staff receive a personalized email and video from a musician, an artist, or writer once a week that includes a message of thanks, an encouraging song, uplifting poem, or a simple art activity. After watching their Gratitude Gram, participants report feeling more hopeful 
empowered, energized, and appreciated. If you are or know a healthcare worker that would like to receive free gratitude grams, please visit heartsneedart.org. We're back with the singing nurse, Danielle. Uh, I would, I know you use music in your own life at home, and I would love to have you talk about uh, how you do that and why you do that. Sure. So my mom used to sing to me when I was little to comfort me when I was sick or when I was hurt. Um, so music was always a big part of my life. And uh, then I had my son, my firstborn, and um, he is autistic. He was nonverbal. And I remember one day we were in the kitchen and he wanted something from the counter and he couldn't point, he couldn't tell me, he would just grunt. And, you know, I, I kept holding things up for him. Is it this? Is it this? And he was just frustrated and um, I kind of broke down and he did too. We both started crying because we couldn't figure out what it was that he wanted. Um, so I started singing. I don't know what instinct, I guess. I just started singing and he immediately locked eyes with me. And I think it was the first time since he was born that he actually really looked at me. And I said, all right, there's something to this. I, I think singing might be a way to connect with him. So I started to sing everything. I, I would sing his name to get his attention. Uh, we had our routines and I would make up a song for bath time, for bedtime, for playtime. And it helped him connect with me and it became our way to communicate. Do you have any idea like why that works? I, I don't. I don't know if, the, if there's some scientific meaning behind it. Um, I know that it works with people with Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm -hmm. It helps kind of bring them back for a moment. Um, I'm sure there is some connection because as we all know, music heals and uh, he, he, he liked to hum before he started to regress, he would hum. So uh, maybe that's why, I don't know, mm -hmm. just it works for him. And it works for a lot of the kids that I work with in the hospital as well. When you're, um, you, it sounds like you spend so much time using music to connect and care for other, connect with other people and care for them. And so I'm curious, um, like what, what fills you up? What keeps you um, kind of connected to music for your own personal self? Um, like, are you listening to heavy metal on the way home from work or? You know, I have, I have an hour and an hour and a half drive home from work and I enjoy it in silence. Mm. Absolutely. It's my way to ground myself and regroup before I come home to a house full of animals and kids. So. <laughs> um, but for, for me, music singing is actually comforting to me. Um, when I'm sad, I'll sing a sad song and I'll cry it out. When I'm happy, I sing a happy song and it makes me feel good. So, um, you know, I, I sing to uplift other people, but in turn, I'm also finding my joy when I do it. Can you talk a little bit about 
um, when you're trying to figure out what song to sing to someone, if they request something that you don't know, like how you kind of navigate to get to a song that, that they will enjoy? <laughs> so, uh, you know, pe- people are very eager to hear anything. Not, I'm not saying that because, you know, I just, you know, I'm not famous or anything, but people, they want to, they want to hear music because it makes them feel good. So even if I don't know a song, I'll say, you know, I'll run through a playlist. Oh, you know, how about a little Madonna or maybe Adele or, or how about Lady Gaga? You know, I, Richard's like nodding his head. <laughs> I wish I would have had you as my nurse. I'm going to your hospital next time. Come to Northwell. I'll sing yeah. to you all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, at, at one point, they're just like, oh, just sing me whatever you want. Just let me hear something to get my mind off of it. And, and it works. I feel like Kevin has something to say, but no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No. Um, what would you say to like nursing staff, medical staff or hospitals that don't have any sort of arts program, whether it's, you know, what you do or, you know, actual like visual arts, um, what would you say to them on everybody, staff and why it's needed? Um, I'd say, what are you waiting for? People need, you know, nurses, healthcare workers, we need an outlet. And everybody has a passion. I loved singing since I was a kid, but I, you know, I, I knew I needed to find a career. And then after my mom got sick, I realized this was my calling and I went into it and I put music away and I thought, all right, well, that was fun, but I'm not gonna use that anymore. Now I have the ability to do both both of my passions, I get to help people and sing to them and make them feel good, which in turn makes me feel good. Mm. So my suggestion is to healthcare systems and healthcare workers, find your joy, find what makes you happy outside of your work. Because the work is not easy. You know, you, you take a lot of it home with you. You need an outlet for your own mental health. So find it, whether it's yoga or painting. It doesn't even have to be arts. It could be, you know, going for a walk every night just to clear your mind. Find find your peace. Find your peace. And maybe even suggest it to your healthcare system if they can start some kind of program. What was the last creative thing you did for yourself? I went to the beach and I collected seashells <laughs> and uh, I, I made a picture frame with Aww. the seashells from the beach from my cousin's house. Um, but I will say that during COVID to, you know, before the singing started, I started gardening, which I had never done before. I had, I couldn't, I can't keep a cactus alive. <laughs> But I, I started I started gardening because I felt like I needed I needed life. I needed to like create life and have have living things around me because as you know, COVID was you know what it was. Um, I learned how to compost. I I have peonies and roses everywhere. I started a vegetable garden and that for me was an outlet during COVID. So even something like that is 
helpful. Just yeah. find time and do it. Just make time and do it. Be selfish. It's okay to be selfish. <laughs> you have to. Once in a while, you have to be a little selfish. You have to take care of yourself because you need to be there for other people. So you have to make sure you're you're good. You have to make sure you're okay. Yeah, that's um, it's such a great reminder because whether it is, as you said, whether it is music or something not what we classify as like art related, it's it is a form of self-expression, whether it's cooking or gardening or whatever whatever it is. So yeah, yeah I appreciate it. you sharing that. Thank you, of course. You're welcome. What's the best way that people can connect with you or the choir? Um, how do people oh, reach you? We have an Instagram and we're, and we're verified. We have the little check. Oh, yes. things are real. <laughs> things are serious. It's getting Legit. real now. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know what verified was like, honestly, before, before <laughs> the choir, I didn't do TikTok. I didn't do Instagram, Twitter, uh, I, I didn't do any of those smart social media platform things, but now I know what verified is. I look for the little blue check. Um, yeah, we're uh, Northwell Health Nurse Choir on Instagram or IG. <laughs> so you could find us there. And uh, Northwell Northwell.edu is our main site. Cool. Um, thank you so much for jumping on and talking to us. I, this is uh, very interesting to hear it from the healthcare side of, of what it does. So I, I want to thank you for jumping on with us and singing. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. And the, the, just the work you do each day, Danielle. Thank you. For thank the, you, the guys. Give to other people. I appreciate you um, having me on the show and, and sharing my story. Anytime Thank you want to come you. sing and talk, let us know. All right. And anytime you need uh, surgery, come to me in Staten Island and I'll sing for you. Great. <laughs> She'll sing Madonna for you, Richard. Listen, if yeah. I can, next time, if maybe I can't come to you, but I'll FaceTime you and you can do it that way. We'll do a virtual session. All right. I'll do some Evita. Perfect. Madonna style. As long as I can <laughs> put a, myself on mute and sing with you. <laughs> Sounds good. Right. Anytime. <laughs> good. Thank you. Uh, if you're watching, well, if you are watching, you'll already hear this. Wherever you're watching or listening, make sure you're subscribing. And uh, we will see you next week, everyone. Keep creating. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Arts for the Health Arts. This episode is produced by Hearts Need Art, creative support for patients and caregivers, and hosted by Richard Wilmore and Catherine Parsini. You can support the show and help others learn about the healing power of the arts by visiting heartsneedart.org. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Hearts Need Art, their staff, board members, or other affiliates. All content is created for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice or to diagnose and treat any health condition. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in speaking because of something you've heard on this podcast.